On today's show, did Christian Wood not know that he was coming off the bench to start the season? We talked to him at Media Day. This is going to be our new thing. We'll tell you about that. And Luka Doncic spoke to us as well on Mavs Media Day. We'll hear from him and all that coming up on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavs I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Letting it ride on a media day. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every day. Remember, Lockdown Maps is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch all of our Media Day player interviews, as well as our interview with Nico Harrison. We had Luka Doncic. We had Jaden Hardy. We had Christian Wood that we'll talk about and show a clip from today. All that great stuff. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com, the Media Day darling, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? It's so good to be back. I mean, this is the this is basically the kickoff of another season for for the media. You know, we back in the arena and oh yeah, you know, year six for us doing this pod, year seven for us covering the Mavs, and um, man, it's just fun. Like you said, I mean, it, it's good to see some of the guys again uh, to chop it up with Dodo. And it's like, man, we we both we started covering the Mavs <laughs> of Dorian's rookie season. But there also, were tears. there were tears. Shit. <laughs> Uh, but also, you know, seeing, you know, some of the new guys, like we haven't, you know, one of the cool things for us each year, especially, you know, after COVID is meeting some of these guys for the first time. So getting to meet Christian Wood and JaVale McGee, oh, right. you're casual, <laughs> uh, Jaden Hardy and, uh, just being around him. So it, it's just, I love meeting the guys, especially in a setting like this before, you know, locker rooms get a little awkward sometimes, but uh, it's good. The scene we had a really fun team last year. A lot of good, good group of guys last year, and I think we're gonna have another gr- good group of guys to cover this year too. Yeah, an incredible group of guys. So if you don't know, Isaac and I were able to have a station at Mavericks Media Day again for the second year in a row, where we got one-on-one interviews with a bunch of different Mavericks. We talked to, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, Luka Doncic, Jaden Hardy. Uh, Christian Wood. And so all of those are up on our YouTube channel right now. So go check them all out. That's the playlist 2022 uh, Mavs media day interview. So go check it all out. And today we're going to talk, we're going to hear from one of them. If you want to look up 2021 media day, we (laughs) talked to Jalen Brunson last year at media day. We didn't get a chance. He, we didn't get a chance to talk to him this year. Hold Um, on. Hold on. Explain yourself. Sorry. (laughs) We did ask Luca about, uh, that Knicks, oh, that Knicks matchup it. coming up in oh, December, and yeah. uh, I think uh, that'll be a fun one to see. Uh, stick JB, to the, stick to the end and hear Luca talk about Jalen Brunson on, on the podcast. <laughs> Go watch but. Theo Pinson's uh, interview too of uh, <laughs> what trash talk he has ready for Jalen Brunson. Oh, just some, just some gold, just some gold that we got. Um, but let's talk about Christian Wood because I think that was the big story coming out of Media Day for the Mavericks. And one of the things was that we knew he was coming off the bench. This is something that we have known. If you're coming, if you're just coming back to the Mavericks and you said, all right, media days, I'm going to dive back in, listen to Mavericks content again. Welcome back. This is Lockdown Mavs. We're five days a week <laughs> on YouTube and the podcast and everything. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. We've been here. Jason Kidd at Summer League 
Summer League, back in July, said that, that Spencer Dinwiddie and JaVale McGee were going to start. And we already knew Luka's going to start. We figured that Dorian Finney-Smith was going to start. So we were trying to figure out who the fifth starter was. I thought it was going to be Christian Wood. And then a report from Tim Cato comes out like a couple weeks later that says that Reggie Bullock's going to be the fifth starter and that Christian Wood's going to start the season coming off the bench. We knew this. We knew this was going to happen. And so Christian Wood at Media Day does his big session with all the other reporters. I feel like McMahon even says something about that about Christian Wood coming off the bench too. But. I, I think several reporters said said things about it, had reports. But he does his big you know press conference and he they were asked you know about being a sixth man coming off the bench and he's like you know this is the first time hearing about it. Well, okay. even go back before that. At ten ten, at ten ten, Jason Kidd is the first person in the main media session, right? Right. And he's asked about it, and he gives the quote, "Hey, Christian Wood, I'm not, I'm not asking him to be the microwave. I'm asking him to be C Wood. You know, you know, coming off the bench. Yeah. But then, yeah, keep going. So, so Jason Kidd tell, tells the media out loud that he's going to be the sixth man or going to start the season off the bench, and then Christian Wood does his press conference with everybody. And says that he didn't know. Well, like an hour before that meeting, before his big session, he talked to us. And uh, this is what he said. Coming off the bench to start the season, six man. Is that right? Do you know that? I, ha- I have no clue. No I clue? Have, I have no if, clue. If you are, does anything change about your approach? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty much motivated into what I want to do this season, which is uh, I'm not going to even hold back, which is kind of be an all-star and get to the finals and help, help this team win some games, whether that's off the bench or, or starting. I'm, I'm pretty much motivated. Yeah. So you haven't talked to Jason Kidd about your role yet and not sure exactly what to expect? No, we haven't. We haven't had that discussion. So he hasn't had the discussion. With Jason Kidd. You said, you came out right and said it. Like, six man? You're going to be the six man? And he's like, I haven't heard anything about that. I haven't <laughs> talked with Jason Kidd about that. And this is before he does his bigger press conference with all the other reporters. His face, when I started, like, I was saying in a question, like, we all, hey, we all assumed, you know, we all know here. Hey, so you're going to be six man? And his face, and it's like, we both kind of had the smirk of like, oh, crap. Like, no. Did he, we just tell him? D- does he know? And literally, he leaves. And remember, this is an hour before he tells all the other media, hey, you know, I, first time hearing about it. He leaves. And you look at me and you're like, did you just break it to him that he's coming off the bench? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, there's sure, surely not. But so then it turns into this, you know, even I, I'm like, you know, we get on Twitter. We're like trying to monitor different stuff. And I see, you know, a good portion of the fan base afterwards saying, oh, he's just joking. Like. He's clearly just joking by the by the clip. And then at like 2.30, which when media day is pretty much all over, everything had been done at that point, he tweets LOL, just by itself, just yeah. LOL, like just to put more fuel to the fire. Um, <laughs> did he know? You think? Did you think he know? Just just by, like you and I were sitting there like two feet from him and you told him six man, he's going to be six man from his facial expression. I don't think it's a joke and I don't think he knew. And and that's just me reading it. He, I mean, this could just be a huge big game plan from him, and sure. But I, I just don't. I don't think his reaction. I don't think based off the instant look on his face to us. I don't think he would just straight up just flat out. I mean, I, once again, it could be wrong. I don't think he just straight up just like 
just looks at you when you say you and you and Jason Kidd haven't even talked about your role, you know role yet, and he's like, no, we haven't had that discussion. Like he wasn't even laughing in that one. So like, no, unless he's just flat out lying just for the fun of it, I just don't think he would do that in that moment. I know the clip that's going around the media, you know, thing of him like laughing and it's like, yeah, it's the first I heard about it and stuff. And I get how that could come across as jokes. Uh, I just don't think he was joking. I, I think he was being truthful. But I also don't think it's that big of a deal. So yeah, like here we I, go. I, we're we're leading with this in the first segment because that's what a lot of Mavs fans are talking about, and that's what we and do. And I think it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's not that big of a deal. So like we're having so, fun with it, but so and, so does it matter? Does it wh- no. why why doesn't it matter? Why is it not a big deal then? That that a player that is that thinks he's the second best player on the team comes in, he's gonna be coming off the bench, didn't seem to know, and then two like podcasters tell him that he's gonna be coming off the bench. And well, then he gets he gets a little surprised by it. Why he is has that not to be a big a, deal? He, he has to unless he's just been living under a rock. He had to be have read the same report that we have or some somebody in his life had read the Tim he, Cato report. Like he's been working with Sean Sweeney like daily he he talked about how Sean Sweeney's like killing him in these workouts. They have to talk about what his role is. Like maybe Jason Kidd hasn't talked to him, but yeah, Somebody I, in the coaching staff had to have talked to him. So like you could see it different ways. You could see the LOL tweet as like, he's just laughing at everybody trying to make a big deal out of it. He's just playing a big joke and L- like, laughing that we made a big deal about it. Right. The laughing yeah, like that, media the, and the so. Twitter or media. Yeah, yeah. All that. Or what if he's just tweeting LOL saying like, ha, I could just <laughs> laugh at this, that I'm going to come off the bench. Me. Who's right. going to be an all-star this right. year. LOL. Ha ha. Like yeah. if like, Remember? like, Derek Rose told me I'm going to be an all-star this year. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, and he's talking about being an all-star. So right. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think I think it is a little, a, a tad bit weird if they haven't talked about his role at all, which he said to you he hasn't. I mean, they yeah. did trade for him. It's not like he was a free agent and said, hey, come sign with us. And they didn't tell him a role. So they did trade for him. So it, that part kind of makes sense if they haven't. But I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. The vibes from Christian Wood, though? Oh, we're great. so much fun. We're great. Like a- outside of this six man thing and th- that little like exchange, the vibes were great. It seems like he wants to come in. He wants to be part of a winning organization. Like he's ready to be play- part of a playoff team. He talked to, he he told us about all the different players he talked to and like how they told him how tough the playoffs were. And he's like, I'm ready for that. Like, I want to do yeah. that. I want to be that in my career at this point. He is and, ready uh, to win. It seemed like he was ready to win. Like I, I'm buying into all the vibes I got from him outside of just that that one six man. So I'm not I'm not I'm not getting too hung up on just that one comment. We also asked Javel McGee. We asked every Mavs interview or the interviews we have. Hey, if you could watch any of your teammates' lives, like in a in a reality show, you had to yeah. watch it every week. Who would it be? Javel said Christian Wood because he's just such an interesting dude. And uh, I'm just I'm fascinated to learn more about Christian Wood. He he was an awesome dude, and uh, yeah, it was it was really cool to talk to him. Coming up, really cool to also talk to Nico Harrison. He was a really good interview, and he talked about the third ball handler situation. And you're gonna you're gonna downplay the Christian Wood situation. I'm gonna downplay this third ball handler situation because I think I'm buying it a little bit, and we're gonna talk about that and talk about why next. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. Go check it out. Bet online. They have all the odds right now. Thursday night football, the Dolphins against the Bengals. Dolphins are 3-0. Bengals have two weird losses. Who do you think is favored? What's the spread? Where is it at? It's in Cincy. I'm going to say Cincy by uh, two and a half. 
me and Scott Tomlin were getting all kinds of crap for the Bengals today at Maps Media Day. Uh, Bengals by three and a half. Okay. That's that line surprises me. So go check it out. Bet online. They also have basketball odds, all kinds of stuff. They have the the first two games of the year, October eighteenth. Sixers Celtics. The Celtics with all the stuff they're going through, my, still favored. They're minus four. Go check that out. It's bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, we're continuing to talk about Dallas Mavericks Media Day. It was a great day for us. We had interviews that are all available on our YouTube channel, so go check them out right now. And uh, we talked to Nico Harrison. And one of the other big stories going into Media Day for the Dallas Mavericks is that they don't have a third ball handler. They lose Jalen Brunson. Spencer Dinwiddie gets upgraded from this third ball handler to now he's starting with Luka to be the secondary ball handler. Even before Jalen Brunson's arrival, like, that he rose to to prominence last year. We were calling for just a second ball handler for years, like almost three years calling for the Mavs need another ball handler. Then all of a sudden they had three with Luca and two other guys that worked. And now we're back down to two again, which is more than we had two years ago, but less than we had last year. If you want to do the, the math that way, Nico Harrison commented on this. He commented on a couple other things. So we'll play a clip from him, uh, from our interview with him about that and uh, see what Nico Harrison had to say about this. I know you're probably getting asked about this a lot, but you lose JB. You naturally lose a third ball handler on the team. What's the? How are you answering that question when somebody says, "Hey, you have Luca, you have Dinwiddie. Who's gonna Who's gonna create or handle the ball whenever one of them's not on the floor or in the second unit?" Um, you know, people forget about Frank. Mm. Um, Frank played big minutes in the playoffs, and and he's a he's a ball handler. Um, you know, Jaden, who's young, like how quick can he? progress to to get on the floor and, and help us um you know we have tyler dorsey who most people didn't know about until this summer so you know i'm i'm optimistic of the team we have and then you know we have an open roster spot so i was interested when he said about frank nilakina people forget about frank people forget about do do people forget about frank no they don't no i mean casual fans do for sure and then he mentions Jaden Hardy. How quickly can he become? Uh, and that's a real thing. If Jaden Hardy comes in, he's like a contributor right away. Then maybe he fills some of that role a little bit too. Tyler Dorsey played really well overseas in Eurobasket for Greece. We watched him play really well. I'm not sure he's exactly a ball handler or what the Mavericks want in a ball handler, but uh, he's that. And then that's kind of their answer right now. He didn't mention Josh Green. Greg St. Jean, assistant coach for the Mavs, mentioned Josh Green when we asked him this question on the podcast a little while ago. I think Jason Kidd even mentioned Josh Green today in his main session. Yeah, and so that's their answer right now. But the last thing that Nico Harrison said, I think, is the key. They still have an open roster spot. That was a key moment, yeah. They still have an open roster. He, and he talks about flexibility a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> I guess I have to play the thing. Explain. Dallas is going to get a seat at the table. They we got a seat at the table, baby. <laughs> we did get a seat at the table with Nico Harrison. Uh, they have a they have an open roster spot. I think that the Mavericks will be fine through the beginning portion of the season trying this out. What if Jaden Hardy looks really good and you don't have to waste any other assets trying to go get another ball handler and he comes in and he plays okay? What if Frank does take a step forward? What if Josh Green takes a step forward? Like, There's a couple of things that could happen. Now, they seem like long shots, but I think that's fine in the regular season. I think you can get away with it. You are bringing Tim back, so you do have you do have more scoring. Christian Wood is more scoring. Like you have enough scoring. You don't have enough creation. And you know what you don't have enough creation for is the playoffs. But you have enough creation for the regular season. The Mavericks have played 
regular seasons with Luca as like the only ball handler and then, you know, like one backup point guard maybe. They have at least two right now. And I, I think the Mavericks do need to address this before a playoff run. That's when it needs to happen. And I think that making a big deal about it now is just, just still a little too early. See, I think you could almost make an argument for the other way that it matters more for the regular season than it does the playoffs. Just because in the playoffs, it's like you know Luke is going to log like 40 minutes and Dinwiddie's going to you know log like 35. And it's like there is a realistic scenario in a playoff series that you can never have time on the floor in which both of them guys are off. But you want to spread out minutes and stuff in the regular season. So, you know, let's say Luca has, he tweaks an ankle. He's out for a week. Well, who the crap is running the offense outside of Dinwiddie? I mean, Dinwiddie can't play all 48. You don't want him to play all 48. So it's Frank running the offense. So I still think it's an issue. I, I do think it's an issue for the regular season. And I, I thought, you know, the overwhelming answer, you know, with Jason Kidd throwing out names, including Josh Green, with Nico throwing out all these names, they're going by this, you know, our, our buddy Kirk Henderson tweeted out a thing of Oprah saying, and you are ball, you know, it's like, you're, you're a ball, ball handler. handler. Like, you're a ball stuff. handler. Everyone <laughs> is a ball handler. It was great. It was a great thing because that was like one of the themes is like, hey, we're, we got a committee. You know, it, it's the committee thing of we're going to have all these dudes. We're going to test them out. They're going to test it out in training camp. They're going to test them out in training, you know, or in preseason. And we're going to be like, really you know, like scrutinize it in preseason. Like, all right, who can run this offense right now? But it's that last thing, like you said. Him just throwing it out there, and we have another, you know, open roster spot. Yeah, that that to me was like a telling thing of if you are sold on one dude or even two dudes of saying, "Hey, we have Frank Nelikina and Josh Green. Both those guys are capable. We're excited to see who takes that next step." But they're just throwing all the names out there and mentioning the roster spot. I still, I've been saying it. Somebody tweeted at me the other day, said, "Hey, do you think the Mavs still make a trade?" Yes, I still think the Mavs make a, make a trade before the start of the regular season. Before the start of this regular season? Yeah. I mean, we're it is September 26th now. We, I mean, we are getting close. Yeah, we got like a what, month? Three or four weeks? First game was what, October 18th for the for the NBA regular season. When's the Mavs' first game? I mean, we are, we're getting real close here. We are. For them to make another. The first game is the 19th. Maybe you, still I think they're gonna, you still think you're going to make a trade? I do, yeah. Maybe I should hedge it and say... I think they're going to make or add a ball handler. <laughs> okay. Uh, I talked about on Friday that it could be Kemba Walker. I think he's going to get waved by the Pistons and then the Mavs pick him up and put him in that open roster spot. Sure. Try it. Like for a minimum contract. I mean, I, yeah. I would have preferred Dragic, but for a minimum contract. Sure. We'll see what, I mean, that's a flyer. I don't want to spend any more time on Ken, Kemba Walker right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was the, that's the thing from Nico Harrison is that yeah they're they're going by committee at least to start the season. I think they're going to have enough scoring to make up for it. Yeah, you would like you'd like one more ball handler to feel good about this roster, but you don't. You have you but you shored up a couple other things. You're going into the season with you know a different group, and it's yeah. a a different group with a different vibe. They're going to be able to run different things. They're going to be able to run you know some bigger lineups. We, we talked to Spencer Dinwiddie, and we were like. There's going to be moments, like even in the starting lineup, where you're the smallest guy on the court. And he's like, yeah, and that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like he just, just the way he looked at us. Uh, before we show Luca's interview, we're going to play Luca's interview in, in uh, entirety. Anything else stand out to you from Media Day, just from day one? Oh, my gosh. We have so so much stuff. So I mean, things. we're going to, you know, 
one, the amount of people coming up to us at media day talking about how much they listened to the show. I think that was really cool. Um, well, shout be- out to Teddy. Shout out to Michael. Shout out to everybody that, that talked to us. on media Shout day. out to Chauncey. Yeah. Just people, Chauncey, yeah. people in the organization, people, other media and stuff. It, it's always fun to talk about the show, but I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of good stuff. Go watch all the, all the videos on YouTube. We're also going to talk about it more over the next you know day or so. Um, you know, training camp starts today. If you're listening to this on, you know, on Tuesday, practices start back up. So we'll probably get some quotes and stuff, you know, coming out of practice, but we're going to still talk about some of this and we're going to play, you know, some of the audio and stuff over the next day or so. Um, the Theo Pinson interview is just absolutely, you know, incredible <laughs> stuff from him. He's so much fun. Been on the pod I think, before. I think the most fun ones we had were obviously Dorian because we we've grown up with him and now it feels like uh, uh yeah. i had so much fun with jaden hardy because it just feels like jaden hardy was like so happy to be there he was like guys and he he could go a totally different direction we'll we'll probably talk about jaden hardy a little bit yeah later, we gotta maybe. play his but, stuff like but he could have been he could have been so down in the dumps like oh, i was a second round pick and blah 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 and he was just like dude i'm so happy to be part of this team they went really far in the playoffs last year and i'm happy to be part of this chemistry and luca and like meet him and everything like it was so cool yeah. <laughs> to see that and then uh, Pinson, obviously, we've had him on the show a couple times, and he's always awesome. Yeah, man, guys are great. Obviously, hanging out with Luca, you know, you're about to hear our whole conversation with Luca, and uh, yeah, just one of the fun things. You know, obviously, we can't you know show this on audio, pla- you know, platform, but we ask each one of Luca's teammates to draw his logo. Oh yeah, on a whiteboard, and uh, some of it was great. Some of them got really close. Uh, Nico drew like a square, kind of. And it was two sevens, but it, the Theo two Pinson's, sevens didn't make a square. Theo's is just absolutely remarkable. But with with Luca, Luca straight up is like <laughs> cheating, and he's like looking at his shoe trying to draw his logo. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, great time uh, chopping up with Luca. Yeah. So in, coming up, let's get into our entire interview with with Luca Doncic. You can listen to it here on the audio platform, and then uh, throughout the week, we'll be bringing back other clips and talking about other things that stood out to us in media day, talking about training camp and all that. Um, so yeah, that'll, we'll talk about that coming up. All right, Luca. This season, what makes this season a successful season? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think we got to start slow. You know, everybody's talking about what's the goal, but we just got to go step by step. First preseason, then the start. It's got to be better than last year, so we got to go step by step. Did the playoff run last year change your opinion on that? Because I remember last year we talked about it and you said NBA championship every year. It's you know we got to win the title. Yeah, I mean it's the same goal every year. You know that's that's the ultimate goal I want. We want to achieve. Yeah. When you think back to that playoff run, what do you think about the most? Do you think about the the Suns win in Game Seven or losing to the Warriors? I mean, obviously losing to the Warriors, you know, uh, because if we were one against Warriors, we could have gone to the finals. Uh, so, but I think we learned a lot from that series. What's your favorite moment looking back at, the, at that playoff run? Was it Game Seven, a moment in the Sun Series, Jazz Series? I mean, it's probably the Game Seven. You know, the way we played. Uh, I mean, just everybody was super locked in. Everybody played amazing. Uh, so probably that Game Seven, yeah. When you think back to that run, whether it's individually or as a team, what do you think you learned the most from a long playoff run like that? I think we learned a lot, especially when we played the Warriors, you know, the way they played. Because uh, they, they already won championships, so they know what they play. Uh, so we learned from them, you know. Uh, we learned we learned from it. Christian Wood, new guy on the team, got brought in. Have you talked to him? Have you 
been in contact with him at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just came two days or one day ago, so uh, not much, but I did talk to him. You know, I think I'm really excited and we're really excited to have him on Mavs. What do you think he's going to bring to the team on the court? I mean, a lot. Because he's good on both sides, both sides of basketball. I mean, on the ends. Uh, he can block shots, you know, he can defend. And on the offensive end, he can shoot, he can dunk, he can do a lot of things, so he's going to help us. Rookies come in now. Now you've been in the league a handful of years. What's the advice you give to young guys? I mean, I always say the same, you know, you just got to enjoy basketball. Uh, you got to have fun playing it. Uh, you got to work hard, and that's it. I mean, that's my advice. I don't have no more. Yeah. Mavs brought in a new assistant coach, Marco Milic, that you've known from for, like, a lot of your life. What do you think he's going to bring to this team, and are you excited to see him joining this this team now? Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, he's a great guy. He knows about basketball. He was the first Slovenian in the NBA uh hopefully he'll he'll teach us how to jump like him in the <laughs> young ages uh if you didn't see him you should check it he's throwing down some dunks yeah he jumped over a car so it's pretty amazing you can't jump over a car uh, yeah the mini one <laughs> hot wheel so like you grow up learn like seeing was he like the michael jordan for you like what kind of a player would he i mean yeah he was he was one of the best Slovenian players for sure uh, you know he played in olympia he played with my father uh i was there i remember uh, so yeah, he was he was one of the best of Indian. You have a season under your belt with Jason Kidd now. What's the biggest difference going from Rick Carlisle to Jason Kidd? I mean, difference. They're different coaches, different persons. <laughs> but I don't I don't know really the difference. But they're both great coaches. You know, uh, with Kidd, you know, he knows. Uh, I think what position I am because uh, he's been the point guard. You know, he was one of the best point guards. He knows the game, and he understands it. So uh, I'm really glad he's he's the coach. You're going to go up against uh, Jalen Brunson and the Knicks in December. What uh, what do you look forward to going against uh, Brunson? Uh, it's going to be fun, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the match I'm looking forward to. It's going to be really fun. Are you gonna, is he going to try to guard you in the post? I don't know. you got to ask him that. <laughs> what, um, do you, what do you say to the people who say that you guys got worse? You lo- obviously, you can't replace a Jalen Brunson, but I think some people can look at it from a national angle and say, hey, they lost Brunson, they got worse as a team. What do you say to that? I mean, I don't know. People say anything these days, so. That's true. So it's funny, especially in the social media, so I don't really pay attention. But, you know, uh, like you say, you can't replace Jalen. Uh, he was really big. He's an, an amazing player, amazing person. You know, he just gave his Dallas Mavericks so much. And he deserved everything he got, uh, but you can't replace him. But, you know, so, some people are going to have bigger role this year, especially, I think, Spencer. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Now's the moment. We need you to draw your own logo as we've asked all your teammates to draw it. They've gotten, they've gotten pretty good. Are you looking at your <laughs> shoes? Are you cheating? He's got the reference. He's, <laughs> He's going to start tracing it. He is using the resources. This is riveting content right now. Look at that. That's a good seven. Okay. Did you make the logo? Do you have any say in that? Yeah. Look at that. There it is. Luka Doncic drawing his own logo <laughs> right here. <laughs> a couple more funny ones for you. What's uh? So we've asked everybody if you could watch a reality show. So cameras follow somebody's life. Of any Mavericks teammate, who would you want to watch? Whose life would you want to watch? 
I'm going to say Javel McGee. Ooh, wow. I don't know him that much, but I think his life must be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Won some titles, played with LeBron. Yeah. We, we've also asked your teammates, what's the most annoying thing about you, good or bad? Me? Yeah. What, we, what would yeah, you, what say, do you think they would say? What do you think they would say? Did the most guys say bad things or good things? It was, it's been mixed, it's been I guess. Been. Christian Wood said it was annoying that any time that you have a play that works, you just keep doing it over and over and over again. And he's he's looking uh, forward to being on the other Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> Reggie that might have said true. something about your music, maybe. Oh, of course. <laughs> I know it. Was Dodo here already? Yeah, what did Dodo say? Dorian. He said his best for sure. I can't remember what he said. Yeah, he didn't. He couldn't, he couldn't come up with anything. I know JB went at your English last year pretty hard. He can't speak four languages. So. <laughs> no, right. but we'll I would say the good thing, the music. Uh, there it's you a go. good thing. We'll turn the table to you. Last question. On media day, you get all the questions asked to you. What's one question you have for us? Can you do all the media stuff for me? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's interested in us like they're interested <laughs> in you. That's my question and request. I can't throw a skip pass across the court with you one should, hand. You know what you should do? You should have Luke AI. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Do all of your <laughs> media day stuff. I wish. <laughs> Luca, you're the man. Yeah, thank you. It, man. thank you. Good seeing you. Good seeing you.